Hey friends, welcome to episode 19 of the Sprouting in STEM podcast. I'm Audrey Farrell. I'm Anthony Murphy. And this week we talk about A, planning grad school visits, and B, ovals. <laughs> Alright, we want to get started? After I take a nice sip. A slurp? Is it hot? It's still it's, hot? It's hot. Yeah. More of a blow and slurp. <laughs> oh, I like Don't this. Don't take that out of context. I like this tea. It's like earthy and nice. Thoughts? Tea review. Hold on. I need another sip. Because there's a tea that I have that kind of tastes very similar to it. It's a rose oolong. <laughs> I'm hearing all of your slurps so, <laughs> so detailed. I like it. Yeah? I, I like it too. I give it a, well, first of all, thumbs up. Oh, okay. Green thumbs up. Mm. I mean, it's not a green tea, though. It's a oolong. A gray thumbs up. <laughs> and it's not real gray, either. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. I was going to let that one slide. I'm like, I don't know. Gray tea is not really... Give it a 7 out of 10. Over winter break, me and my mom went to the tea shop. And it was like a week or two weeks... Or three weeks, I don't know, after Christmas. Mm-hmm. So they were trying to get rid of all their Christmas stuff, and they had <laughs> one flavor that was called Santa's Milk and Cookies. Yeah. And it was a black tea, but it ju- basically just tasted like liquid sugar cookie. Oh, my God. It was terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't I can't do super, super flavored teas. Like, I don't like fruity teas that are too sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your favorite tea, Matt? My favorite tea is Earl Grey. Earl Grey? That's fair. I've been, uh, mine changes around a lot. It used to be the, the fig oolong that we used to get a lot, mm-hmm. but I think it's been, it's been straying more towards like less flavored teas, like, like just straight oolong or green tea. I've recently really liked a milk oolong, which is like a specific roast of oolong. It's really lovely. I have a Chinese green tea that I really like that you might also like. Yeah, I should try it. You should. We should try a different tea every episode. <laughs> We'd run out of teas very fast. Well, how many do you? You guys have a bunch. Actually, we do have like at least 20 teas. I have like... We could, we could make it to the end of the year, probably. Yeah, for sure. I have like eight or nine. I'm going to keep track of which so, ones we've tried. Well, we can make a list. Yeah. We, never, we didn't make a bulleted list. I think we know what we're talking about this We're going to be so off topic. Oh, no. Yes. Imagine us... Off topic. Oh, my hook fell out. Yeah, so 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 this week's rose oolong. I I I'd rate it like a like a seven seven and a half. It's a good tea. I'd go seven. Yeah. Maybe six and a half. Ooh. Scathing review. (laughs) No, that's a good. That's like a good. Yeah. Tea. Yeah. Six to seven is good. Mm. That the puffed rice tea that you get at sushi places—that's my ten. Really? Yeah, it's the best tea. I'm looking to get—it's like a genmaicha tea. That's what it's called. So I'm looking to to get some for here. Maybe next week we'll have some. Uh, I hope you don't. You know bring herself into a surplus so then it's not as good anymore that's true like is it good because i only get it when i'm going out to sushi and i only ever go out to sushi with my friends who i love very much hmm. it all plays into it question so you might want to be it's careful like when people like go to italy or france and they try a bunch of wines and they're like this is the best wine ever and then they bring it back to the united states and it tastes like shit mm-hmm. and it was just only tasted good because of the ambiance and the fact that they were in another country experiencing it it's probably like that. Yeah. But I just love it. It tastes so good. I had Hot a very party. similar experience with my Polish chocolate bars. Yeah. I mean, and don't get me wrong, they're still really good. It's not as good in the <laughs> States. <sighs> All right. We should we should topic ourselves. Wait, wait. Hold, hold up your arm again. What? Are you what? I was comparing your tattoo to the little thing at the end of the chain oh okay yeah so my 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 tea infuser has a b on it 
but my I my tattoo was, was my tattoo was a hummingbird moth. So very different. How dare you? Hey, from far away, <laughs> you see a long ovular body and wings. This is true. Ovular. Ovular. Oval like. <laughs> yeah, ovular. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's move on. I don't know what you're thinking of. Um, I'm a geometrical man. I'm thinking about lady bits. Ladies like ovals? <laughs> sure. Okay. Speaking of on. that, Valentine's Day is coming up. Oh my God. That's the worst segue. <laughs> Get your girl an oval. Get your girl an oval this Valentine's Day. It's no secret. Oh, rather no coincidence that... <laughs> The heart shape mm-hmm. is like two separate ovals coming together. <laughs> the intersection of two ovals. <laughs> yeah. Love is ovular. <laughs> sure. You know why? Why? Because. Because of ovaries? Because that's what I'm thinking of. It, it never quite comes in a full perfect circle. But, uh. Sure does go in a loop. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Is that your thoughts on love this week? Uh I'm just trying to connect everything into ovals and it's not really (laughs) working. It's not really working. Shall we shall we shall we proceed to a different topic? Uh sure. (laughs) Alright, this week what question. What? What's the difference between an oval and an ellipse? I don't know, man. Go on with your pun. I don't have a pun. Oh. No, that was a genuine question. <laughs> Hang on. You said it like it was going to be a joke. I, re- I thought you were I realize me that up. now. <clears throat> anyway. Because I deal a lot with ellipses. Yeah. But, uh, you they're, know. They're synonymous. Back, I... back in the day, we used to call those ovals. Yeah. And it's kind of like the transition between calling things perpendicular and calling them orthogonal. <laughs> Is going from an oval to an ellipse. Sure. I need to reflect on that. Okay. You take a moment. Dwell on it. Do you, wait. <laughs> does does an oval have? Can it have pointed edges? <laughs> what? Like uh, I'm looking for kind of like a leaf shape. No, that's just a different thing. What is it then? What is an oval or what is a leaf shape? The leaf shape. Like an oval with points at the end. I'm just thinking of, you know, on a, in um, Illustrator or Photoshop, when you have an object, like you can make an oval and then you click on the vertices that you want and then you make them cusps instead of curves. That's how you get leaves. In, no in idea Illustrator. what you're talking about. I've done a lot of graphic design this week for my job. So that's what's on my mind. Mm. I spent so long today because i was given a photo of of a speaker to put on a poster trying to figure out a way to put her in this poster that didn't make her look like a ghost (laughs) (laughs) because the the photo that they gave me was like this black and white high contrast photo where she really looks like she's dead and so my idea was to like overlay her photo onto like a background because she's like a a dark matter cosmology person so on like a galaxy kind of background but it <laughs> so i made her like semi-transparent and it's black and white and so she really looks like a ghost and i need to figure out how to fix it before that the flyers uh you know printed <laughs> i love those posters that they put out at like funerals mm-hmm. Where it's like a warm colored background and they just put like random clouds and then just Photoshop the person like standing <laughs> on the cloud. I have like a big white circle with their face right in the middle. Ugh. And it's just like so odd. Graphic design is my passion. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I um, sure can tell. Yeah. Speaking of passion, grad school, am I right? Uh, Yes. My passion. My passion is grad school. I uh, am starting to get into the dangerous mindset where I'm like, oh, yeah, I could spend money now. I'll have more later (laughs) when I get my stipend. No, that's so dangerous. 
I do that with everything. I'm like, I'm getting a paycheck in two weeks. <laughs> I can spend money now. I don't need to spend that paycheck on the two weeks following that paycheck before my next paycheck. No, that's the two weeks after the two weeks is paycheck. Ah, okay, I see. Do everything in advance. <laughs> Being proactive oh, yeah, is yeah, what yeah, we like yeah, to call yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not at all spending money we don't have. We form good habits. <laughs> we have it. It's not our present self. Future self. Our future self. <laughs> One might argue that's not ourself, but it could be ourself. I'm really good at remembering concepts, but not at all the name of the concept. What? <laughs> so, like, you know the uh, futuristic... Oh, what is it? How do I how do I use English? Oh, great question. The concept of the future where like everything splits into two possible oh, like futures. Like the like branching timeline kind of deal? Yeah. Is there a name for that? There is. There's a name for all the different like time travel theories. It might be shit. like the many worlds theory Probably. or something. I, I don't know. know. <laughs> See, if if we subscribe to that, then there is a chance that our future self won't have that money. <laughs> or, or no let me rephrase that our future self who has the money is not our present self <laughs> fair point it really makes you think <laughs> is your philosophy great, corner great coming thing to back reflect on over a cup of tea you're really reflecting hard this week all right this week we wanted to talk about planning grad school visits because <clears throat> we're planning me. grad school visits <laughs> <laughs> are you okay are you dying no sometimes tea just really clogs up my throat <laughs> do you want water no i'm okay okay i'm okay um how you were saying how, how's planning how's... grad school visits going for you uh it's kind of done already yeah you've just finished I, I hope i don't fall into the trap where i end up do having another visit like that i could connect to it but oh but it's i would have to rebook my flights mm which I would rather not do. Yeah, so you're visiting Arizona during spring break. Yes. Woo. Woohoo. And then I'll be there for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. How are you how are you navigating well it's during spring break, so you don't have to miss any classes. That's right. Damn. That's nice. And I'm really lucky that I found a good flight coming back on Sunday mm-hmm. because the first day that I looked, most of them were overnight carrying in a Monday morning. Mm-hmm. But when I looked the time that I booked, I was able to get one that would leave uh, Tucson at like 8 a.m. Nice. And actually get back at a decent time in and the you're, day. And is that back like to spring break? Or back, it's back to, to classes? Buffalo. What? Wait, is it, sorry. I'm so I did, confused. I did not ask that correctly. Like, are, is it at the beginning of spring break that you're visiting? Or oh, at it's end? at the end. Oh, okay. But you're flying back to Buffalo? Yeah. So you have to fly back to Buffalo and then immediately drive back to Stony yeah. Brook? That's terrible. Why didn't you just book your flight back to Stony Brook? Because then I wouldn't have my car oh, in Stony Brook. That tracks. Ugh. Travel. Love but that's it. it's nice that you don't have to miss any classes. That's convenient. I have to miss like exams. That's what I was most worried about. Oh. And then when I was told the date, I was like, "Well, well, I might have a class. I'm not sure." And then little did I know it was spring break. You're in a not-so-advantageous position. <laughs> well, I mean, it's advantageous in some ways in that I got into several schools. But it's disadvantageous in that I have to miss a lot of class in the next, like, month and a half. Then so. you have the exam issue. Yeah, that's true. So I um, I have to visit Amherst, which is, like, only a three-hour drive. So I don't have to, like, book flights or anything. And they took care of my hotels, like, right away. So I didn't even, I don't have to book and then be reimbursed for hotels or anything, which is quite nice. That's very nice. And it's on campus, so I don't have to worry about a ton of Uber receipts or anything, which is very nice. I mean, I'll have my car, but um, it's a, like a Wednesday night through Saturday visit. So I have to, I have to miss uh, a full day of classes, a research meeting and a full like eight hour shift at work. Which is really shitty, because it just means I'm making less money. So mm-hmm. I keep thinking I have more money, because I've gotten into grad school. But in fact, I have less money, because I can't work as much this semester. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I have to I have to drive up there, visit for a few days, miss an exam in my tonal harmony class, in which my professor is really not pleased with me. 
because I'm like one of the few, if not the only not music major in that class. And I'm definitely the only like person like visiting grad schools right now. Yeah. And so last semester I had him because it's a two part course and I had to miss two of his four exams. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, I had to I miss know it was the same person. Two of his four exams to go do like grad school interviews or plans or go to conferences. And he was like by the end of it he was not pleased with me. Like his last email to me about that was like this is really an imposition. Like, well, like how you've got to prioritize. I'm like, yes, I'm prioritizing <laughs> my graduate career in physics over your class, over your class in tonal harmony meant for freshman music majors. Sorry. Um, but he was like, not pleased with me. I think I made it up a little bit because like at the beginning of the semester, like our first class, I went up to him after class and I like shook his hand. And I'm like, thank you so much for that. It works. Like I got into schools because do you let me do that? But then I had to be like, also because I got into school, I have to miss a bunch of your class by. <laughs> so I, like, I already, I, I emailed him saying I have to miss his exam to visit Amherst. And he has not emailed me back yet. Oh boy. <laughs> so we'll he's see how. He's probably pissed. Yeah, I bet. Oh man, he's like, uh, according to other people who have had him in the past, he's like never a big fan of like the science kids coming into his music classes. Really? Because it's always the same thing where there's like so many scheduling conflicts and they're not prioritizing his class because, mm -hmm. of course, they're not prioritizing his class because they're not <laughs> music majors. But it's a it's a fun time. And then two weeks after that, I have to spend essentially a full week in California. Oh, woe is me! Oh no tragic i know i'm really i'm suffering through it for the you funny guys part, the funny part is that it's going to be the exact same week that we have beautiful weather in stony brook of course it is i know it's uh like first week of march i don't know we probably won't have nice weather by then yeah usually it's like does it start getting nice 40 60 for it to be a nice week yeah. march is kind of a toss-up and then it gets shitty in april again yeah <laughs> um yeah so i'm gonna spend like three days in la and uh, some bitches got into Stanford, and I'm bitches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if bitches got into Stanford, then bitches equal me. <laughs> nice conditional formatting there. I'm a big code guy. Oh yeah. So I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm vi I'm I'm visiting UCLA for like three days, and then taking a, I guess I'm flying from LA to San Francisco. And and going to to Stanford for a few days and then flying back and then I've got two days here during which I have to take an exam and then I have to fly to Ireland I have to but like I'm going on vacation. Ooh, it's oh, for know. pleasure, not business this I, time. <laughs> my life is so hard. Oh, I have to no. fly so far on all these trips instead of going to class and work. Oh, I know. Poor thing. I'm sorry. It's been really hard for me, you know knowing that i have to fly to ireland to stay with my friends and have a nice time and go hiking it's just been really tough and i'm glad you know i'm glad you're here for me in this time of need i will be yeah i'll thanks. be out sweating my ass <laughs> off in the <laughs> desert it's gonna be so hot uh, in all honesty though it is very stressful i'm like trying to navigate missing a full week of classes oh, yeah uh, like a week and a half if you add it all together and like missing potentially two exams depending on how my flights work out getting back from from california and missing that much work so i keep having to email my boss i've sent him three emails in the past week being like hey i have to miss this day also i have to miss these days also these days <laughs> so i'm canceling so many of my shifts although uh. one of the exams you might potentially miss isn't that for your advisor's class? Yeah. I'm, I feel like he'd be kind of okay with that. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna talk to him about it and be like, hey, I'm taking a red eye the night before this exam. Could I maybe take it another time? Like, even if it's a day later, just so I can, like, sleep yeah. some, yeah. maybe. Because I don't usually sleep very well on planes. So it might be nice to, like, not have pulled an all-nighter the night before. Because mm -hmm. I usually don't do that. I'm not, I'm not you, man. It's not in your routine. I don't pull all-nighters. <laughs> I pull late-nighters. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've pulled some late-nighters. I've, I've done some 4 or 5 a.m.s. Yeah, I remember during... that first uh, 302 homework. 
You and I were up till like 6 a.m. Were we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For 302? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's um our second semester electricity and magnetism. I don't remember that, but that semester I was always up late. That was my hell semester. But good times. Yeah, so I'm going to have to do some interesting late night flights right now. And I'm like, I've just gotten a bunch of emails today and all of them have been important. Mm. And so I'm like very overwhelmed. Have you ever noticed that those important emails all come in batches? Yeah. You never get one like sporadically. Today was a big cluster day. MIT dumped all their uh, their admissions and rejections mm. today. Uh, we, we got rejected. It's fine. Did we're, they email you? Yeah, they emailed me. I thought they didn't. I do know that. it was really weird. So their their whole the whole time everyone's been saying, "Oh, they don't email you. You have to check the website," and yet they emailed me. So weird. I know. So we got we got rejected from MIT. I'm not I'm not feeling too bad about it. It is like effectively the third time they rejected me. <laughs> <laughs> so I was kind of hoping for some redemption arc with MIT. Yeah, third time's the charm. I know, but um, not no. so. But I'm okay with it. You know, I've got I've got other prospects in warmer places. You are so. forever forbidden from becoming a mitten. A mitten? A mitten. <laughs> Is that what you call MIT people? I do now. A mitten. That's Freaking adorable. Mittens. Why aren't they the MIT mittens? What are they actually? Isn't it like beavers? I don't know if they have a mascot. I'm well, pretty sure they do. I'm sure they have a mascot, but like I'm trying to think of their sports teams. I don't think they have any. I have no clue. Is it At like least... Stanford where they're like the tree? except that <laughs> the mascot is completely separate from the name yeah it just like, i love it where, like how that do picture you... i sent you yeah i love that my picture favorite. there's so many dopey tree mascots for stanford because they don't have an official one so people just dress up as trees <laughs> and there's some really funny ones i highly recommend uh looking up the stanford tree it's like do you ever watch community no the tv show they were like a community college and was, oh oh oh! I watched one episode of this. Oh, congrats! They were the or two. I don't know. They were the Greendale human beings, <laughs> and the mascot was just horrific. It was like this dude in like a white, uh, like what is that called? The suit that covers all of you. Oh, it's like a green suit, but it's white. What is that called? Morph suit. Oh my god, a morph suit! Haha. That is exactly what I'm thinking of. Yeah, it was like a white morph suit with like GH and sloppy paint. Oh. <laughs> it was so grimy. That was, they could have just had a person. I That's know. That's a human being. <laughs> what you looking at? Uh, email. Hi. Hello. I'm getting important emails, man. I know. I was just. <laughs> I'm, I didn't know. All my emails are important now, and it's stressing me out. And I have to plan meetings with people in California, and yeah. I don't know what times I'll be free, and everything's got a strict schedule, and I gotta plan my flights, and when am I gonna be there? I don't know. <sighs> it's fine. I'm stressed. What were we talking about? <laughs> What were what were we supposed to be talking about? Um, or what would you like to talk about? <laughs> I can't remember when I stopped talking and started reading an email. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! Have it was fun a editing weird this transition. Oh, Jesus, um, <laughs> I think it might have been mid sentence. Because <laughs> so one moment I was listening to you, and then the next moment I was watching you, and I don't know what happened in between those moments. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Wow, what a weird experience. What a, it's very odd. It's like when you walk somewhere or drive somewhere, and then you realize you can't remember walking or driving there, and you're yeah. like, "How did I? I know I I know how I got here, but I don't remember getting here." I read a book on the brain over winter break, mm -hmm. and that was the subject of one of the chapters on how your brain kind of just automates tasks. Yeah, it spooks me when I'm driving. Yeah. Because I'll do stuff on autopilot when I'm driving, and then I'll be like, I'll kind of come to awareness, and I'll be like, I've been driving for like 30 minutes, and not thinking about the fact that I'm driving, which seems like a bad thing. Although in some cases, um, your brain gets so good at like automating it, that that's the best way that you can possibly do it. Honestly, yeah, I use and my then, signal. <laughs> yeah. So that if you actually try to consciously interfere in it, sometimes it'll really fuck things up. It's like, um... There's a really f fun, terrifying thing that happens to um, to classical musicians a lot, 
where you have such muscle memory playing these pieces and and as a performer in, in in classical music you you perform like concertos and stuff from memory most of the time so there are videos of like concert pianists and they'll be playing a piece and it's like fantastically difficult and they're like it's so well executed but then their brain will snap from muscle memory to actually thinking about what they're doing and they just stop yep and it's so fucking alarming and it's very spooky as a performer to like know that that's a thing that can happen. Yep. Because <laughs> if your muscle memory just stops working, you're like yep, fucked. You're fucked. Oh man, I had to audition for a bunch of orchestra things this week, so I've been having a very musical week. But wow, look at you covering all your bases. I know. I got all the solos I wanted. That's all I'm saying. Ooh. You should have a performance on, on, the, podcast. on the podcast. Bring the mic to the orchestra concert. I'm sure it will sound fine. Well, don't you have your flute with you? Oh my god, no. That would sound terrible. No, we're not doing that. I don't, okay. uh, the world does not need to hear me playing the flute mediocrely. How, how do you say that? Says that as she wanted solos. I'm not saying... Okay, I'm not saying I'm not the best in the orchestra. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not actually the best in the orchestra, but I am the one who wanted the solo uh, and auditioned best for it because I prepared. I practiced. Isn't that weird? Um, but I'm not like a professional flutist, and you can tell when I play that I am not a professional flutist. Therefore, I see it as mediocre. Amateur. I guess. I guess amateur is the Am- better Amateur word. would be a better word. Because mediocre is like a bad amateur. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm like a, a hobbyist, I guess you could say, on flute. And, and it shows in the way I play. I had to put amateur a lot more frequently into a few important emails that I've sent out oh, no. that I thought I would have like ever. What? what have you been saying you're amateur at? Because I, I was describing my experience with observational astronomy as amateur and like the equipment we have here is like by all standards amateur <laughs> oh no so I, I i even said that i was like i have some amateur level experience oh no yeah i've been emailing many people i just thought of another email i need to send i'm very mm-hmm. scatterbrained today which is problematic because I, I have quite a bit of work to do tonight but like i what what day is it Wednesday. It's Wednesday. I got accepted to Stanford yesterday. I got today. I got an email from UCLA about when I'm visiting, and then I've been in communication with people at Amherst and people at UCLA and all, planning all this shit and looking at flights and figuring out shit all day. And so it's just like I oh don't, boy. I don't know. My brain doesn't have a place to land on for more than like 15 seconds before I'm like, what am I doing? Where am I going? What? Am, how is this working? Mm-hmm. So that's how I've been doing. Um, have you been using any specific strategies to juggle all these tasks and places um, and I mean my Google potential calendar, futures. My my goddamn Google calendar is really yeah. is really carrying me through right now, being like, when am I doing this? How am I going there? Because you know how Google like automatically knows you're flying somewhere and just like ports all that information into your calendar, which is a little disturbing. It's a little, but that like your data is just there. I mean, but. If it, it makes not, sense convenient. because you're you buy things buy plane tickets through your email yeah and your email is through Google yeah, and your yeah. calendar is yeah, through yeah, Google yeah. so it makes sense I I don't mind it that much but it is it's nice it knows where I'm going and when I'm going do you have any expectations for your visits I'm trying to think it through my um the visit like you fill out like an RSVP form right mm-hmm. when you're planning a visit. And the one for Stanford was super in-depth. Like, I haven't finished filling it out yet because it's not only, like, are you, when are you coming, do you need lodging, do you need travel, that kind of stuff. It's, like, what do you hope to get out of this visit the most? And, like, they host you with another grad student, and it's, like, you can pick on a list of, like, uh, things that your host will know more about. Like for your preference, so you could you could try and have them pick you a host that's like knows a lot about your research area. You could pick someone who knows a lot about just like the classes that you'd be taking. You could pick someone that knows a lot about being a woman on campus or in your department, or someone that knows a lot about like LGBT stuff, like all this all these things. And then you can like rank how important that is for you. And it's, it was like super in depth. Yeah, that's <laughs> was, mine. Was literally uh, 
give us the day you're coming here. Give us the day you're leaving. Mm. Do you mind like staying with someone of the same sex? Mm-hmm. And then the only personalization was like, tell us your hobbies. Oh. And that's it. Oh, yeah. Like one of them was like people with similar hobbies as me and it has a place to list them. Yeah. And then like um, it has you list all the faculty you're interested in speaking with. Because mm, I yeah. think... um something very weird about Stanford's physics program is that you don't go in with like a research group specifically. Like it's not really encouraged to go in knowing exactly what you're going to do. So you go in and it's on a quarter system. So your first year has three quarters and you spend each of those like 10 week quarters in a different research group. It's like doing rotations. Yeah. Isn't that kind of how med school works? No, no, <laughs> I don't know. Ro- like rotations in med school are like when you're at a hospital going from room to room to patient to patient. That's like rounds in in med school. Sure. I don't know. Rotations <laughs> might be a different thing in med school. I don't know. We should have a med person on. Yeah. We should have a doctor on. Someone going to med school. Yeah. We'll find one. Yeah, but it's it's interesting because I feel like a lot of physics programs you go in knowing like kind of precisely who you're working with. So it's weird to not know that mm-hmm. for a school. There's a lot of uncertainty there, but also it's kind of reassuring. Do you then have to just set up who you're going to rotate into? Yeah, so you get to pick. It's not okay. like you're set, like, go to one AMO person, go to one condensed matter person, go to one nuclear yeah. person now. You you pick three that are interesting to you, and you don't have to actually pick three. You could do the first one and realize it's a great fit for you and just stay there. Okay. But especially the way it works is that they subsidize the research assistantship that that they give you so they pay half of it like stanford pays half of it and so the professors only have to pay half of what they'd pay a normal student so they're kind of incentivized to to take on first year grad students to try new labs which is cool it's interesting they also offered me a lot of money (laughs) it's like a lot i feel weird about it do you feel relieved at all um Knowing you could potentially live quite comfortably. Well, it's not really living comfortably because it's the Bay Area. This so is also true. All of that money that they're offering is going to immediately go into paying to live somewhere. Yep. <laughs> but um, it's I don't know. It's kind of alarming. I don't like, especially now. I don't feel relieved because now, like before, I got into Stanford. UCLA really had no competition. Uh, in terms of like where I gotten accepted, like I I was still giving everywhere a chance, but like it was very clear that UCLA was my top choice. But now I have like kind of two vying for that position. And I have to actually make choices, <sighs> which is hard and scary, <laughs> and I don't like it. Um, but again, like woe is me, I got into too many grad schools. <laughs> like I know it's a great position to be in, but it is it's it's stressful to know that now I have to like come to an informed conclusion and Mm -hmm. it's easier if that choice is just made for you yeah so you're worried about making the wrong choice yeah yeah now i have to worry about like oh what if i choose ucla and then hate it or what if i choose stanford and then hate it and all this shit but i don't know we're gonna visit both i'm trying to i'm trying to approach both of these visits well all of my visits also with with amherst and i'm not really visiting stony brook because hi i live here (laughs) but um i'm trying to approach all of them with a very open mind like without having formed conclusions beforehand so i want to not really think about where i want to go until i've been there and can like talk to the people and see how my health insurance would work because mm. that's very important to me i'd like to go to the dentist <laughs> i haven't been to the dentist since like junior year of high school are they offering you insurance yeah some okay. of them are. Um, i haven't gotten i still haven't gotten my official letter from from ucla mm. it should be coming soon they said in the next few days hmm. so I, I don't know my official like offer from them but but yeah everywhere has offered at least to subsidize most of my of my health insurance which is nice but it's like a, such an adult thing to think about it's, yeah it's stressing me out i have to make like travel plans independently and like i've traveled on my own before like a bunch of times but it feels different now because i'm traveling like not for vacation. It's like I have a very specific purpose. You're on a business trip. It's a business trip. And it, it's like, how do you do a business trip? I have to save receipts for reimbursement. Like, it's weird. Yeah. It seems thought about that. very strikingly adult to me. And I feel unqualified to do it. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> well, didn't you go to that one conference on your own? Yeah, that's true. Took the I, train? I, I went to a conference and, and got that reimbursed. Took a train. That was your first business trip then, That was yeah? my first my first physics business trip. Ooh. Though I guess you could also count my RU. I, I did fly to Texas and live there for 10 weeks. I guess that's a business trip. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know. It didn't feel it's like It's not it. really a trip. It felt like a like It's a, a prolonged stay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's weird and it's a lot and it's very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But, I can imagine. But my life's so hard. <laughs> so many people offering me money. <laughs> no, it's it's a it's a great place, but it's a lot. You know what else we got a plan for? What? Graduation. Ah, uh, yeah. I I haven't really thought about it much. Yeah, my mom just texted me because. <laughs> She's complaining about her very old laptop. Mm. And I was like, oh, I can help you, you know, make a smart purchase and mm. not make have it that's... turn into a brick and do a yeah. few years. She's like, no, no, I got to, I can't make any major purchases. I got to save my money for grad weekend. I was like, grad weekend, like I'm going on a visit myself. And like, I don't know, <laughs> like, cause my mind is so set on grad school. She's like, oh yeah. no, graduation. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> We have that too. Yeah, it turns out that's a thing. I completely forgot. I haven't. I literally have not thought about it. And and my mom has also texted me, being like, "Hey, so when's graduation? Are we are we coming?" <laughs> no like, idea. I don't know. You know I haven't thought about for it. For something so momentous, and which is literally the point of going to college, is to graduate from yeah. it. <laughs> well, not so uh, not much. Really, but but you get what I mean. Mm-hmm we they really don't tell us anything about what's going on yeah like we got one email that's like apply for a graduation and it's on this day and that's like, <laughs> that's it. like okay yeah oh man we're we gonna I do any really fancy it. pictures in our gowns ali wants to yeah so i gotta clearly nice. <laughs> if my roommate must i must yeah um but I'm socially obligated to i know i i really haven't thought about it and it's like valentine's day this week too and I have not thought about it. I feel like all all normal things to think about have been removed from my brain yeah. and replaced with uh, grad school. Like, where are you going? What are you doing? I guess this is what it's like to be an adult. Because as a kid, you always wonder why like your parents aren't as excited for holidays as you are. Now I'm kind of understanding why. Yeah. <laughs> it just takes the back burner. But it's weird right now because like we're planning trips and shit for like grad school but we're also still like undergrads yeah. you know what i mean like it feels like a weird period of crossover where you have to be an adult like graduate student person and yeah. also still an undergrad so like i have yeah. to fly around and visit all these places but i also have to like take my classes and do my homework because you start feeling like you're not an undergrad anymore i know but you can't forget you that get, you're like, still a swift reminder that you are i'm like oh shit no i'm if i if i go during this time i'm gonna miss this person's exam and i'm i have this problem set to do beforehand if i don't want to be doing it on the plane like all this shit mm -hmm. that it feels like very odd especially because like every other semester but this one essentially it's been like during the semester travel is off limits yeah. Like I don't I don't I know some people who like go places on the weekend, but it seems like so not a thing to like miss a week of classes. And really recently I've been struggling a lot with getting myself to really care about my grades this semester, mm. which is not something I ever thought I would say. <laughs> Cuz I've always been like my grades are the most important right now. Yeah. But now I'm just like, you know, I got into a school <laughs> I don't care about it. I'm like, wait, I got to get Magna or no, Suma. Mm -hmm. I'm in safe position for Suma, so I'm okay. What? what? For Suma Cum Laude? On, on, your, on your yeah degree? Yeah, like my, my GPA is such that I'm not worried about falling beneath it. I'm already above it. Yeah, but. Like, I'm not going to do so badly that it's going to drop. What are you at? I'm at uh three eight seven. Isn't it three eight five? Yeah. But I've taken so many credits, it's like impossible to budge. I don't know. I'm at three nine and I'm worried. Oh, why are you worried? Because 
I don't know. I don't think it's even possible for you to drop your GPA that much. At it's got to be possible. If you're passing all your classes enough to graduate, I don't think you could it's, actually budget that that low. It's got to be possible. No. So I'm I'm at yeah, I'm at a, I'm at a 387 right now and I'll probably get I I don't foresee a class I would not get an A in right now. Also. Yeah, one of my classes on the syllabus for the grading portion, it's like remember Grades are not given. They are earned. Oh I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> are you threatening me? <laughs> oh, I wanted you to do a plant update. Ah, uh, yes. The Wait. plant is okay. on the floor. Okay, okay. The plant is on the floor because it was in the way of sight and it's also very much dead. But my fiddle leaf fig, do you see it? Do you see it? It's got a new leaf coming out. I'm very excited. And my rubber tree also has a new leaf coming out. Little baby... So, I'm still good at plants, is my point. Yes, the fern is pretty much dead. But no, I am not bad at plants. I think the fern is going to stay with us until the last day we record here, and it's immediately wither away. It's already withered away, Matt. But it's sticking with us, is my point. <laughs> it's going to stay with us to this very end. Oh, man, I need to try and take Before it gives its last it. I, like, part breath. Of, part of me has given up on it. And I know I shouldn't give up on my plant, but like it's been such a bitch. <laughs> I just I'm tired of it. My other plants are fucking thriving. Why can't it be as good as those? Maybe your other plants are just sapping the life force from this one, and <laughs> that's that why they're the doing so one. good. Yeah, that was the first plant in this room. Yeah, and it's dying. So maybe if that one fully dies, then my fig starts dying next. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't really thought about it, but I, I have a part of me has given up on the fern because it's just been so hard to keep alive mm-hmm. that, and all my other plants have been doing so well that I'm like, you know, do we really need the fern? It's mostly keeping me from seeing Matt while we record. I don't know. We'll what would you do with it? What? With you, the fern? Yeah, you're just gonna, you're just gonna th- throw it out? I'd probably like yeah not throw it out because it's like biodegradable obviously (laughs) but like yeah like compost it oh my god i saw a meme and i can't remember like the first half of it i just remember the punchline great good but it was something about things being biodegradable and then it got to like babies and someone was like babies and something else aren't biodegradable and then someone replies like Babies are absolutely biodegradable. <laughs> yeah, like kind of definitionally. I just thought that was funny. Thanks for coming to the punchline. Thanks for sharing <laughs> half of a meme with us. Um, yeah, it's definitely weird to be thinking about about traveling this much during during the semester. It's a big shift in thought process of from like oh it's the semester i have to go to class to oh it's the semester i have to leave for a week and go other places it it feels it feels a little bit wrong to me and what else is weird is that now i'm kind of getting into the mindset where i'm not really thinking of myself so much as a stony brook student (laughs) yeah which is weird because i am definitely a stony brook student have been for the past three and three quarter years (laughs) But I'm like, no, I'm going to be a wild cat. Oh, my God, a wild cat. <laughs> Not a sea wolf anymore. Going to have a real mascot. I'm going to be a fucking bear <laughs> or a tree or I don't know what Amherst is. Or can, can, can you get a tree costume? <laughs> can you be the mascot, I please? Be the tree? I don't know. I have not come to any conclusions yet. What is Amherst? No idea. Sam the Minuteman? What? I think it makes sense for Massachusetts. It's but... just a guy? <laughs> Wait. No, he's a Minuteman. Minuteman? What? Interesting. Interesting. I mean, it's arguably better than a fucking tree. No. I <laughs> completely disagree. I don't know. The, the Bruins are pretty chill. Has so much character <laughs> and like ridiculousness that it just makes it great. Yeah, because it's just the dude. Stanford's is actually it's not actually the tree. It's the cardinal. It's like just the color. 
Yeah. And they could have very easily just done like the bird. Yeah. But they're not. But they're not. It's very odd. I appreciate it. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. This is definitely going to be a interesting uh, couple of weeks for recording this podcast. Oh, yeah. True. Yeah. We'll try and work that out. Yike. Yike. Yikes. Um, I don't know. It's it's a weird time to be alive. My hard work keeps paying off, and it's very weird to me. Because I think I've, like, conditioned myself to think that it won't. Yeah. So if I, like, and I've very much gotten to the point in physics where I will work hard for the sake of, like, loving what I do, which is great. I mean, obviously, that's the ideal way to be motivated. Like, I'm not success motivated. I'm I'm, like, process motivated. But... I, like, very much don't expect things to go well if I work really hard at it. <laughs> I just assume, oh, I'll work really hard at it. And that's it. <laughs> but now I keep getting, like, rewarded for working really hard for the past four years. And it's a lot. It's I don't a, know It's a huge throwback it. to our imposter syndrome episode. I know. And, like, honest to God, when I got uh, my acceptance to Stanford, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Like, that's not correct. <laughs> they <laughs> fucked up and let me into Stanford. That's that's not okay. And I know that if if I end up there, it's going to be a real problem to work through. It's like feeling like I belong there. Oh which... my God. I saw something yep. <laughs> really depressing the other day. Mm-hmm. I've been kind of trying to immerse myself into the professional Twitter world. Oh, no. And then I made a separate account. Um. And I saw some guy tweet that he got an acceptance from, like, his top school with, like, a good offer from mm-hmm. them. And then immediately following that they hit him back and said it was meant for another student and they withdrew the offer from him. <laughs> oh, my God. That hurts so much. Yeah. No. That would be so crushing. I don't know if I could handle that. Ow. Ow! Yeah. Like, I'm hurting without it happening to me. Yeah. They're just like, no, that's for someone else. Sorry. Psych. That's horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it was literally his dream school. Oh, my God. And it was, like, not so bad because he did, you know, end up yeah. getting in somewhere else. But, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've definitely been, like... um oscillating very quickly between thinking about what I need to do as an undergrad and what I might be doing as a grad student. Mm-hmm. So I'm like mm-hmm. one second I'm thinking about, oh, I got to finish my plasmas homework that's due on Thursday, like blah, blah, blah. And then the next moment I'm thinking of like, I wonder where, like what kind of apartment I want and like what, what like, yeah. or like what I'm doing for health insurance or like what my, if I want to try and get a new car when I go to grad school, because my car is a little bit falling apart. It's all, like, a lot. I have whiplash, I think. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to worry about, like, moving there? Yep. Going to take a U-Haul across country? Oh, God. That'll be it. That'll be interesting. Yeah, like, I'm pre-exhausted. Yeah. I'm both pre-exhausted for grad school and post-exhausted from applying to grad school. <laughs> so I'm just a little bit tired. Do you remember our conversation on the way back from the PGRE about Vaguely? just totally skipping an apartment and going with the schoolie. Oh yeah. About, about moving into like a van or a bus that we've converted into a mobile home. Have you considered that? Um, I don't think it's a viable option for me. Okay. I have thought about it because I like the idea of not paying rent. It'll be a bit difficult in the Bay area. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and LA. And I want a dog. Hmm. And it's hard to humanely keep a dog if you live in a van. Just a thought. But, it, like, in a lot of aspects, it would be, like, I, I'm a very good fit for, like, van life. Oh, my God. But, like, because I'm a, I'm pretty much a minimalist in, like, I don't, I don't own that much. And I don't need that much to be comfortable. And I like the idea of, of how sustainable it is and low impact. And I, I like not having a landlord. That's nice. Yeah, always. But um, I don't know. I did some like preliminary calculations for uh, how much that would cost and how long I would have to live in it for it to pay off. And like, you know, it's just longer than the time span where I'd want to be living that kind of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't I don't I don't think it's really the move for me. But I like the idea of it. Maybe one day, you know. Maybe one day. It'd be a great way to retire early. Yeah. I still love um so I love you, tiny homes. I would live in a tiny home. But just like the concept of not having a not having a shower or like a washer or dryer. Yeah. Is is rough. And like not having a, a permanent place, like having to find places to park which can be really expensive Mm -hmm. in its own right. Like if you, if you have, especially something like a bus, which is like, what would be more comfortable because it's bigger, but you live in a city, you need to pay someone to rent space to park it Mm -hmm. because you can't just park it on the street. Yeah. So it's, it's, I don't think it's the most viable option for me. I I like the idea though. And maybe one day, maybe one day after you win your Nobel. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) You could ride off into the sunset. Yeah. Assuming there still is one. (laughs) (laughs) Ow. Ow. Don't make me think about climate change right now. I'm already stressed. (sighs) Yeah. So it's been a very overwhelming couple of weeks and I don't think it's going to stop being overwhelming soon. Mm -hmm. Probably just this whole semester is going to be a lot. But it's exciting. When do you have to make your decision by? April 15th is kind of everywhere's oh, deadline. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because that's... Yeah, two months. I don't know if it's the same. Two yeah. months and then we'll know <laughs> for sure. Because I just got an email from UA saying that I could log into the application and then, like, like they put up the it. options oh, to accept God. it. I was like, whoa. Because my advisor was telling me that they're going to like definitely try to pressure you into immediately making the decision. I mean, yeah, they want to know yeah. because then they can reach out to their wait list or not. Yeah, if they need to. I mean, it makes sense. To, like, if you already know beforehand, you should tell them sooner. Oh yeah. But I don't, I don't, I don't know yet. It's going to be such a long two months mm-hmm. of trying to decide. I got to start making pro and con lists. Oh God. Or something. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I'm trying not to do anything before I visit. Just, like, don't rank them. Don't prioritize them. Just go and visit and get a feel for what you'd yeah, be doing. You don't want to jump to any conclusions I know. That, that are, are, are false Yeah, not, not supported by evidence. Um, so, I want to... But then again, like, I get nervous because I know when you're visiting during, like, an official open house and shit, they have, like, their, their performance kind of... attitude to it so it like they're only showing you the best things and not the wrong things so i'm like how do i how do i get a realistic idea of what my life would be like here well if you do stay with a grad student i feel like that'll be the best way to kind of get a feel for that yeah i gotta i gotta have some like honest chit chats with some current students yeah (sighs) it's just it's a lot have i said that before did i tell you um Recently, I don't know. I don't know if I've talked to you about this, but um, it's a lot, right now. Oh, <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, it is a lot. Yeah, how are you it's feeling? Quite a bit. I'm I'm really hungry right now. <laughs> uh, Did you not get dinner before coming here? No. Oh no. But someone was cooking outside in the kitchen. <laughs> it smelled amazing. It's probably Anna. She's always cooking really good shit. Yeah, the general message of, of this week's episode is that we're planning grad school visits, and it's a lot. <laughs> is there anything important we should say? I don't know. Because a lot of times we don't really say much important. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it's it, this is a very stressful time for, for everyone in our position, where you're waiting to hear back or you're hearing back or you're yeah. getting rejected or and like it's... i got rejected from mit today and i honestly haven't really thought about it and it's also a little half nerve-wracking half annoying mm. to plan a visit like before you know if you have to make any other visits mm-hmm. yeah like i think we talked about this before yeah planning my trip although it it might work out because that's now the only school viable on my list on the west coast okay sort of west coast sort of west coast so like i guess it'll kind of work yeah it should be fine whatever happens yeah i um haven't heard back from berkeley yet 
And if I get into Berkeley, there's a shuttle that runs from the Stanford open house to the Berkeley over open house, because I guess there's enough of them. Wild. Which is crazy to me. But I mean, they're they're really close to each other, like physically, geographically. They're not very far apart at all. Hmm. But so so it vaguely makes sense to have a shuttle running from Stanford to Berkeley. But like, I just saw that on the form. That's like, do you need a shuttle to the Berkeley admissions thing? And I'm like, what? <laughs> that seems like a weird thing for you guys to work together on. <laughs> but whatever. But I haven't heard back yet, so I don't know if I should say yes. Yeah. You go to the visit. Uh, <laughs> and get rejected. No, you, you visit at Berkeley. Mm. And then you get on the shuttle to Stanford. Mm. But instead of taking you to Stanford, they take you to, quote unquote, Stanford. What? Which is a really shitty school that Berkeley made. What? Yeah, to look bad. So that you don't choose Stanford, you instead choose Berkeley. <laughs> it's, it's all a ruse. It's a ruse. <laughs> oh my god! Stanford does the same. <laughs> they take you to a fake campus. There are four <laughs> designed to be shitty. <laughs> <laughs> there are four total campuses. <laughs> Two of them are not real, mere facades. Like Hollywood style. Yeah, they just sex. take you driving by a building that's just on fire, <laughs> and they're like, "Yep." That's Stanford. Yeah, that's, you know, And then they the take Tuesday. it back to Berkeley. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Vice versa. Uh, yeah, so I don't I don't know yet. I feel like I should email them and be like, hey, any updates? But that is a very stressful email to send. Yeah. Oh, actually, we just <laughs> went through your file. And <laughs> we're rejecting you. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know. Um, I'm happy enough, obviously with with what my options are right now like mm. it it doesn't really I, like i i don't want to say it doesn't matter to me if i get in or or get rejected to anywhere else rejected yeah. from any anywhere else but like i'm completely in the same boat and it's a weird feeling yeah uh considering how differently we felt like a couple of weeks ago i know a couple of weeks ago we were hoping to get in we're like oh shit yeah. like one rejection like oh, oh the world's over yeah but like I got into my first school, and then I've got three straight rejection letters. I'm just like, okay, eh, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, like my options are good. Yeah. So, if I get rejected from other places, like, I mean, they're missing out, I guess. But they don't know what they're missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's gonna be an interesting couple of weeks on the podcast. So we uh, figure this shit out. But. You know, you're you're along for the ride, am I right? Do you want to do a Selection Day Sunday with me? What? Selection Sunday. What is that? Uh, it's what the all the student athletes do when they like got oh, to decide. Oh, where they have like the desk. Yeah, and the hats. <laughs> then we have to buy hats. I don't have that kind of money. Come on. <laughs> we can get them to reimburse them. Can you reimburse? See that? if you can get a free hat I can at ask your visit. For a free hat. Yeah. <laughs> They might give you like a gift card to their store. I once watched a weird YouTube video when I was applying to schools because Google knew I was applying to schools and therefore gave me a bunch of like college admissions related content on YouTube. But I watched one video of a kid writing a script that emailed every admissions email that he could find for all U.S. institutions asking their admissions committee for a free t-shirt. And he got like thousands of t-shirts sent to him. It was ridiculous. He just like started getting shirts in the mail because he and he didn't e- email them individually, so he's just like, "Oh, a shirt." I think he had just taken admissions at school.edu as like the default email and sent all of them out <laughs> and just saw what he got in the mail. That's super it was, cool. It, like hundreds of. But shirts. then, what do you do with the shirts? I know it seems like a little bit. I guess you could long. donate them. Yeah, or like make them into something. Mm-hmm. But it's it's still That's seems pretty cool. It seems a little wasteful to me. I don't really like school merch that much. Yeah, especially when you're potentially not going there. Yeah. Like, if I don't get into UChicago, what am I going to do with my sweatshirts? <laughs> your Chicago sweatshirts? Like, I had a bunch of MIT shirts Yeah. when I was applying for undergrad, and then I got rejected, and then I felt really shitty wearing them. Yep. I was like, wow, uh, this does not feel great. But... I've, like, recently brought them back into my rotation of things to wear, like, in hope of a redemption arc. <laughs> For good luck wearing the yeah. Chicago. Yeah. Like, I wore it when... Okay, so I completely 
planned my outfit based on what letter I was working on. Um, on the one Sunday that like the bulk of mine were due. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I wore my U Chicago when I was working on my U Chicago application and submitted it, and then I would change. <laughs> and then when I was doing Boston University, I put on like the red Stony Brook because uh, yeah. it was just red. U Chicago's was also red though. Yeah, but I had a specific U <laughs> Chicago. It's maroon actually. Oh okay. It's maroon. <laughs> That's and then hilarious. For Michigan, I did my like bright yellow hoodie. <laughs> Um, what else? How many times do you change in one day? As many times as I could coordinate it well. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. You do that, though. I do You wear, like, specific things, and you have, like, specific pencils for your exams. I think it's really funny. I'm a superstitious man. (laughs) That's hilarious. Ugh. All right. Well, do we have anything else to talk about this week? I gotta figure out what to wear when I visit grad schools. Are you supposed to dress professionally? I have no idea. I know. Like, these little things I have to no, think it's about. it's just, like, Because they're getting closer casual. and closer, and I'm like, am I supposed to look put together? Because I'm a mess right now. Like, nah. <laughs> it's just... It'll be, like, look nice, but don't look like you're trying too hard. Yeah, wear, wear your, like, cute and confident outfits, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. thinking. I'm like, I'm gonna dress so I feel cool and see who approaches me. <laughs> and if people think I'm cool, then I might be in the right place. <laughs> nice. That's a good idea. And it's good it's good for getting like a like queer vibes, you know? When you're on a new campus, like if I kind of put put my uh my gay aura out into the world and see what comes back cuz there's like a thing that happens when you see someone else that's like pretty clearly not straight. And you like make eye contact and you're like, oh, gay, gay. yes, hi, thank you. <laughs> like, like you can tell. And there's like a little silent communication that happens there. So I got to dress super cute and gay and see what kind of vibes I'm getting. Like if I put out my, my vibes, see what I receive. <laughs> and if it's a, a good balance. Do you just have spidey senses? <laughs> like, Is this what I'm hearing? Just a gay die. <laughs> but like not in a like shitty straight person saying they have a gaydar way yes the genuine way yeah the genuine like oh i'm just looking for people that are a part of my community <laughs> like that kind of way mm-hmm. but yeah i address cute professional and queer i can do it <laughs> i kept trying to make an acronym but i kept trying to put a q for cute <laughs> <laughs> cute yeah it's there yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, like the QPQ. P- the the P double Q. Double QP. What? Oh, no, QPQ. <laughs> but it's actually CPQ. Yeah. Which isn't as cool. Yeah. Cute. Cute. Yeah, so I got to figure out how to dress and pack for this shit. We'll probably be talking about it more in future weeks when we've actually done them. Oh, but... yeah, I got to figure out what to bring. Yeah, like how do you pack for that? Or, like, just planning planning all the little meetings that I want to have with, like, individual people while I'm there. It's, mm-hmm. Turns out it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Wow. Planning things as an adult. <sighs> and then I was one of the advisors I might work at, with at UA. I was emailing him. And he's like, yeah, I might send you some materials that you can look through. I'm like, oh, no, I got <laughs> yeah, <and> I <laughs> to <gotta> practice. <laughs> I know. I keep having moments where I'm like, do I have to be smart? <laughs> because i don't feel smart right now like i'm tired and exhausted and overwhelmed so i feel like a little bit like an idiot yeah i'm like super ready for a blank slate i know so i'm like when i go there i'm like do they expect me to like know what i'm talking about most of the time because i don't feel like i do (laughs) but it's cool and you do that thing where you meet new people in your field and then start, like, talking, but it feels a bit like a competition to see who's, like, done the coolest shit. <laughs> oh, God. It's going to be It'll a lot be of like that, I feel like. It'll be, like, one-on-one all over again. I know. Hmm. Except with even better competition this time. Yeah, like, I feel like when I had my first night at my REU, we were all, like, getting to know each other, but we were also, like, very much comparing ourselves to each other. Like, because that's just what you do, because we're toxic. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping to mostly avoid that. But you can make we'll it a see. point too. Yeah. Well, but like, hey guys, 
let's let's not talk about this. Yeah. Let's be genuine with one another. Yeah. Tell me your hobbies. <laughs> and just act <laughs> like the into... trip planning Google form. <laughs> one, one of my very important grad school questions is, can I take my snake to the lab? It's important. Uh-huh. Can Mattress come into the lab while I'm at work? He might want to hang out. I don't know. The other day, he just hang out, hung out on my desk with me. He, was, he has a little sphinx. Are you going to have to get a little mobile carrier? A little carrier? For, no, stay in my pocket. Ah. Or my sleeve. He really likes my sleeve. Um, but he, he has this little sphinx that he loves that is too small to contain him. And so he coils up all inside this little, like, sphinx that I'm pretty sure is meant to go in, like, fish tanks. Mm-hmm. And so I pulled out the sphinx while he was in it and just set it on my desk. And we I did homework with him sitting on my desk with me. In the and, sphinx? Yeah, Aww. in the sphinx. And he just poked his little nose out. I have photos. I'll send you one. It's That's super so cute. cute. Maybe I'll post one on our Insta. Yeah. It was adorable. Good good study companion. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah, that's that's all I have for this week. We're just planning things. We much more detail to come, I, mm-hmm. I presume, when we have actually done things instead of just planned them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get back to you on that. We'll get back to you on that. We wanted to since we're that's literally all I've been thinking about for the past like two days. It's I can't think of another thing to talk about. <laughs> that's all I'm thinking about. That's it. That's okay. We're good. Yeah. All right, so um, plants are doing great, except for the one that's dead. Um, what else? Uh, follow us on social media. Uh, good tea review. Oh, yeah. Rose, good, uh, good rose oolong. oolong. Rose oolong was the tea this week. Two good reviews. Two positive reviews. Um, I don't know. This is well, this one's from You, Me, and Tea, our, my favorite tea shop. Okay. Uh, it's in Port Jefferson. Tea Man. It's a good guy. Is that the one? Right by the ramen shop. Okay, it's one to the right. Yeah. I think of things weird. I was gonna ask you, is that the one like to the right or the left? But then of I thought Port that Jefferson, would make the no town? sense to you the way it does to me. Where's the other one? Is to the left. <laughs> no, it's the one right by like twenty five A, like right by Ram- ramen. And yeah, 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 I know what you're talking that. about. Yeah, you, me, and tea in Port Jefferson, best tea in the town, if you ask me. And tea man's super nice, and sometimes gives you more than the ounces you ask for oh, if he nice. likes you. And he likes me. <laughs> That's so nice. Because I used to work two doors down. And I so I come in all the time mm. on my break. Nice. Yeah. A little community going. I know. I was going to start talking about how I was scared about leaving my community and starting a new one. But we're not going to talk about this this week. I'm not prepared. So maybe that'll be a subject for another <laughs> Another week. time. I'm, I can't right now. No, no, not thinking about it. There's no T-Man at UCLA. <laughs> there will Denver. be. We gotta find a new team, man. Hey, <laughs> we gotta wrap this up. I know. We, we, okay. Um. Yeah. I don't know. That's it, right? Do we have anything else? Any any conclusions? Things we need to update people on? Not that I can think of. All right. Cool. We'll uh, cool. see see see. We'll hear next from week. Uh, We'll hear from us next week. Woo-hoo. <laughs>